Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the DTF Podcast. This is Just a Tad with Sam Norton and a very special friend. Uh, not you guys. You guys are always here. Uh, you guys are just uh, regular regular sacks of garbage listening to my, my fun little voice. You're not garbage. You're, you're a real fun present. Uh, and I, I've got a present for my present. It goes deeper uh, than what's going on. You guys know how great my intros are. We're going to start off uh, by taking two and uh, introduce a good friend of myself and now the podcast, my friend and soon to be yours, Matt Riggs. Hello, everyone. Welcome to me. Matt is a uh, wonderful uh, stand-up comedian here in Chicago. I've known him for uh, quite some time. Many years. Uh, he has uh, his own podcast. That, uh, we, we'll plug it later. But uh, we have a podcast. Too. We have a podcast. Uh, what have you w- talked about it on this podcast? I have. N- I haven't had the chance. Oh my god! This is the inaugural. We'll at the end. We don't have to talk about it now. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Because today uh, we're gonna be talking about something real fun. This has been in the back burner of uh, something I wanted to talk about. Uh, and it is the great show of Dave Chappelle. Uh, Dave Chappelle show. If you guys don't know, it's a Comedy Central sketch show, uh, hosted and run by Dave Chappelle. Chappelle show. Chappelle show. Chappelle show. It went from uh, 2003 to 2006 and aired on Comedy Central. is now syndicated and airs everywhere and anywhere. Um, now the uh, the what we're gonna talk about today and dissect is one of my favorite sketches from that uh, show. Which uh, aired this? This sketch was called the Racial Draft. Uh, aired Rachel Dratch. Rachel Dratch. Every time you say Rachel Draft, I think Rachel Dratch. Let me let me get all of the uh, spit out from my mouth mm-hmm. so I can have a really dry pronunciation. Rachel Dratch. Racial Draft. There we go. Wicked pisser. Uh, so this is from episode one of season two, the inaugural uh, season one episode. Uh, that's a lot of pressure because season one came out gangbusters. Yeah. So that's like, what do you do next? Where do you go from here, Dave Chappelle? Uh, you did he even have a season three? Uh, well, there's like, a legal season three. No. Yeah. There's like three episodes that are not hosted by him. So this is technically the beginning of the end. Uh, now to explain it. Uh, I mean, there's not a lot of visuals in this, but just to explain it, uh, it's set up like uh, the draft on ESPN where Dave Chappelle, another guy, and then Bill Burr are the uh, uh, kind of commentators, ESPN commentators. Billy Burr. Billy Burr? That's back when he was called Billy Burr. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I fall into that because we're on a, that type of basis together. Yeah? Yeah. But me, I think professionally for a while he was called Billy Burr. Really? Yeah. Really, Billy? And then he changed his name to Bill Burr. I like Billy Burr. I'm Billy it's very, Burr. It's very informal, you know? Yeah. Sounds sure. like he's going to say some fun stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, probably. And they're doing a presentation. Uh, basically, it's like a NFL draft, but it's done with uh, each racial team, quote-unquote. Yeah. They did a good job of, like, when they cut to the audience, they're, like, split up by team, by race. Yeah. Kind of like how you would do at a draft. Yeah. Everybody's um, wearing their uniform, and by that I mean their faces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although, at one point in time, they show the Chinese delegation, and a guy does have a sign. They don't show the bottom of it. It says, me Chinese, and I bet it says <laughs> something. Yeah, about drinking Coke and me peeing in it and stuff. Uh, well, they're not the Chinese delegation. They're the Asian delegation. Well, but the sign, I just meant the sign says, me Chinese. Oh, maybe it just says, me Chinese. 
because his name is Chinese. Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm Chinese. Hello, me Chinese. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know China? why I gave him. I'm not. Yeah. He also has a very weird uh, accent. Oh, he's not, he's me Chinese. He's Martian. Or Marvin is he the Martian. Dudley Do-Right? Yeah, that one too. Marvin the Martian? Ah, uh, me Chinese with oh, my no. explosive P-38 space modulator. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love that character. That's what kid. I call my dick because my wife's Chinese. Oh, that's it's the only way she understands what it is. Anyways, yeah, we're going to get into this. Dick sideways. <laughs> all right, done. It's an explosive space modulator. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. We're going to get into this. Uh, yeah, enjoy it. It's very, very funny. and We'll come back and we'll uh, dissect the shit out of uh, the comedy and what makes this uh, better than most sketches I've ever seen. So enjoy. Good evening and welcome to the first and maybe only racial draft here in New York City. <laughs> Folks, this is for all the marbles. What happens here will state the racial standing of these Americans once and for all. That's right. And the crowd is here to support their races. Well, Rob, some of the biggest names in sports and in entertainment are on the line tonight. Mm. And I'm excited to see who's going to be drafted by which race. Seated behind me on the stage there are the various representatives. And believe it or not, the blacks have actually won the first pick. Oh, my. Wow, that's the first lottery a black person's won in a long time, Billy. Yes, and they'll probably still complain. <laughs> Man, f- you. Well, the black representative is heading to the microphone now. Why don't we take a listen? We in black delegation. Two Tiger Woods. No surprises there, fellas. The richest and most dominant athlete in the world. His father, black. His mother, Thai. Well, it doesn't matter anymore because now he is officially black. Dave, the Asians have got to be upset. There's no question about that, Robert, but you got to think about it. He's been discriminated against in his time. He's had death threats, and he dates a white woman. Sounds like a black guy to me. Tiger's taking the stage now, and if you ask me, looking blacker already. Uh, I'd like to say it's a tremendous opportunity for me to finally be part of a race, have a home. Been so confused by Cavalcation and so many things. So long, fried rice. Hello, fried chicken. I love you, Dad. Uh, I always wanted to say this for Shizzle. <laughs> Well, it seems as though Tiger Woods is happy to be black, and that's a good thing, because I just received word that he lost all his endorsements. Ooh, that's a tough one. Oh, Amex, Tag, Hewer, Wheaties, the whole shebang-a-bang. Tough break, nigga. It's always voodoo. Coming up now are the Jews. Many have speculated about their pick. I'm guessing they're going to pick Madonna and finish off the job Kabbalah started. Yes, well, Rob, she was born and raised Catholic. Then she became a whore. But over the last decade, she has studied the Kabbalah. And she even wrote a Kabbalah's children's book. Hmm. Oh, here come the Jews. Why don't we take a look downstairs? Today, we, the Jewish people, take Lenny Kravitz. Wow, and a surprise move that dudes pick Lenny Kravitz, folks. He's actually half black and half Jewish. His mother was on The Jeffersons, a pivotal show in black culture, and his father, a Jew, was her lawyer. 
<laughs> Couldn't make that up. Well, Lenny is all Jewish now. Uh, unfortunately, Lenny can't make it here to accept. He's in Miami Beach. Miami Beach? Well, he must have got that news about being Jewish early. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the Latins are up now. Why don't we all take an escucha to their pick? We, the Latinos, choose. Elian Gonzalez. I don't understand that one. We wanted to do this before the white people tried to adopt him as one of their own. Again. Okay. Guess whose turn it is? White people. Let's see what direction they go in. Halle Berry is still available, as is Mariah Carey's crazy ass. It's very mature, Rondell. Thank you all. Good afternoon. Excuse me. <clears throat> Pardon me. Hey, will you cut the malarkey? Okay, I'm talking. There's a white man talking up here. Silencio. Ungawa. Thank you. Damn it. We, the white delegation, are very proud to announce our pick this year. Colin Powell. What? Colin Powell is not white. He's, he's not even an eighth white. He's 100% black. Last I heard. Wow, I gotta wonder how the blacks are gonna be taking this one. We the black delegation accept the white delegation's offer to draft Colin Powell on the condition that they also accept Condoleezza Rice as part of the deal. Final. So, by the power invested in me by white people everywhere, we accept got yourself a goddamn deal. Black delegation request Eminem. Wait a goddamn minute, Rondell. That's not part of the part. Okay. I'm a hustler, baby. All right, well, no hustling me. You're talking to the ultimate hustler. I tell you what, let's make all things fair. We keep Eminem, you get O.J. Simpson. Shut. Nothing incredible a first round absolutely chock full of surprises unbelievable colin powell and condoleezza rice now officially white oj black again what a day you know if white people knew they were going to get away with picking a black person i bet they would have picked oprah oh well absolutely rob thick thighs no felonies she definitely would have been a great pickup okay the chinese delegation is up next now, although they're the last they've been waiting with zen-like patience my guess is yao ming he's been spending a lot of time with blacks learning slang and talking if they're not careful they might lose them the asian delegation chooses the rizza the jizza this is by far the biggest upset of the night. The Chinese delegation pulling a fast one and choosing the entire Wu-Tang Clan. This is big for us, Jokers. We've always been a fan of the Kung Fu and the Chinese culture and so, yo, it's like bong bong, you know? Yeah, I want to um, remind everybody to um, diversify y'all bonds. And um, Rizzo got an announcement to make. Oh, yeah. Old Dirty has now changed his name from Dirt McGirt to the Old Dirty Chinese Restaurant. Oh, 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 oh. 
Dimitri, why, betches? Folks, thanks for joining us on this incredible night. Our coverage ends here, but be sure to catch the rest on our website. Congratulations to all of the races and Konnichiwa, bitches. All right, that was the racial draft on the Chappelle show uh, with uh, Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle. Oh, also, uh, rapper Most Def uh-huh. was the black delegation. Yep. He's he's a really good actor, and uh, he's been on this podcast before. Most Def has been on this Most podcast? Most Def has been. A, he was on the MF Doom uh, episode mm-hmm. and uh, totally... Uh, honestly been on this podcast. Awesome, that's a good get. It's not like I got an interview clip of him and then pretended like I was talking. He was really here. It was crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm very happy for you and the fact that you didn't have to edit your own voice in with someone else's. Not at all. You actually talked to them. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, me and Dave Chappelle, we really, uh, really huge in the hip-hop community. You're men of the people. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. And by they, I mean uh, my, my listeners. Sure. I call them my lovers. Do you? Yeah, because I speak directly inside their body. That makes sense. Yeah. Unless they're wearing different kinds of headphones or no. listening to you on a speaker. I, I tell them you cannot listen unless they're earbuds. Okay. So. It's very. Okay. They're very loyal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Anyways. Uh, hey, loyal, uh, send me a tweet at Matt Riggs. Let me know how many people <laughs> listen to this podcast. Uh, all of them. Mm-hmm. They, uh, all the people listen? All the people listen. Okay. I'm starting a movement. All the people listen. All the people listen. All the people listen. All the people listen. Uh, I did the dance while I sang. Before we get into the rest of it, uh, I do want to say uh, the part that did make me laugh out loud uh, when we watched this again was uh, when Dave Chappelle is the white delegation guy. Mm-hmm. So Dave Chappelle is the white guy. It's that character he tell. plays throughout the entire series. Yeah. Yeah. And and in his act too. Uh huh. And normally that's like a hacky thing, but for some reason the way Dave does it, I don't think it's hacky. Maybe I'm just biased because I like Dave Chappelle. Could but be. Uh, it was always more comical the way I saw him do it instead of like the white people do this. And it's like, uh, I've never met anybody like Dave Chappelle's character either. Yeah. But it seems like it he's doing that on purpose I instead of being really shitty at pretending to be white. Yeah. I think if things are funny, they're a lot less hack, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like if those shitty BET jokes were actually funny, mm-hmm. then I would go like oh that, uh, that's okay yeah that'd be fine uh yeah th- do you think that's the same with blackface i think blackface has its place if you're uh, doing like a drama a historical thing about it or <laughs> if, you're, if you're doing an uncle tom play uh-huh i think blackface can be used for humor it's way harder it's though, the right? context uh yeah but you're you're playing upon how bad it is so you have to know that you doing it is bad. Yeah. So then how you go about it from there can be comical. That was uh, that was the basis for the uh, Ghostbusters sketch Lane and I wrote for you guys' show. Do yeah, you remember that? Knew it was, I do remember that. You yeah. knew it was going to be bad. Uh, well, that was the whole idea was that uh, I was oblivious that I was uh, That's right. uh, had a... You played Winston, right? Yeah. So just to let you guys know, so you're not going like, wow, you're the most racist person, Sam. Uh we did a sketch. This is one of my favorite sketches I've ever written. This was by that the way. Trace Bar. Yeah. Yeah. Way long ago, like 2010. It 2011? it was probably around this time of year because it was a Halloween show. Yeah. 
And uh, we did this Ghostbusters sketch where uh, one of our friends was like a, a therapist and it was like an Overeaters Anonymous thing. And they had Slimer, uh, so someone dressed up in all green. Mm-hmm. Then they had uh, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, who someone painted themselves all white. Uh, and then I showed up as Winston. Uh-huh. Uh, played, Hudson. played by Ernie Hudson, but I showed up in like a Ghostbusters outfit, but I also darkened my skin, and I show up, and immediately that everybody falls out of character and is like, "What the fuck, Sam?" I'm like, "What? What do you guys do? We're trying to do the sketch." Yeah. And I was playing it off like, "No, uh, you guys told me to be the fat one." They're like, "No, it's clearly Dan Aykroyd." I'm <laughs> like, "No, but Ernie's pretty fat." Yeah. Plus, he's my favorite, and I played this like innocent person. And they were chastising me the whole time of like, dude, you're f- that's completely fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and then I go to wipe off uh, the the face paint, and I, I missed a small portion right under my nose. And oh. it was a Hitler mustache, mustache. And then everybody was like, fuck you, and then walked off stage. And I was like, this isn't my fault. This is your fault. And uh, I was like holding my hand hands. up. Yeah. So it was, it was really bad. So I guess, uh, I guess I do agree that there is a place for it, but it's never, you can't do it without saying that you're the worst person in the room. Sure. You have to acknowledge. Yeah. That has yeah. to be part of it. I feel bad for not, I mean, I saw that sketch from backstage because at the time I was dressed in a trash bag. Yeah. And as Ursula. Yeah, you were Ursula. Uh huh. It was the most decent Ursula I ever did because <laughs> I was wearing like a full length trash bag and not a mini skirt trash bag like I normally did. And I, I did Megan uh, Gailey's jokes as Ursula. It was great. It was fun. I got to mimic someone. It was, it was a good time. Come on out to that show that hasn't existed <laughs> in seven years. Anyways, the point I'm trying to say is I think I think if you write, like you said, if you write something funny enough, you can do things that would be either insulting or offensive. Yeah. Uh, may, and I maybe there are people who don't think that. What I did was funny enough, but I was trying. But then Dave Chappelle definitely did something that was funny. Sure. And getting back to the thing that made me laugh out loud, it was such a quick thing, but he, everybody's booing him when he comes out on stage. Which is also, I thought it was funny because they're booing the white guy, but also uh, at the NFL draft, the commissioner yeah. gets booed all the time. Yep. So I thought that was like a good play on that sort of thing. And I, I like how he's just like, all right, stop it. Silencio. <laughs> so that Silencio didn't make me laugh. But when he looks at the black people and goes, Ungawa. Like, that, <laughs> nobody, what the, I'm assuming that's something for sit down. Yeah. Uh, but just, that's so funny to throw in some random, I, I'm assuming African language. Yeah. Ngawa sounds uh, Congolese. I don't even know what it is. Congolese, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't want to say Kenyan. That's too hacky. Congolese sounds better. I don't think Congolese. Is that real? Yeah, from oh, the Congo. See, now I feel bad. From the Congo? Okay. That could be not, but Congolese sounds right. I bet it is. Okay. We'll go with it. There's a bunch of tribes in just the Congo. If you're talking about Africa, just talk about that country from the Marvel comics. Yeah. Oh, uh... Where they get all the vibranium. Wakanda. Yeah, just talk Wakongalese. about Wakongalese. Act as if it's a real place. Sure. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that was the side thing. Silencio. Silencio. Ungawa. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I also like how, I don't know, it's just a very well, well thought out sketch. Because you could have done it. I'm uh, clearly because I write about race all the time in my own act, but uh-huh. I'm always a, a huge fan of not making something racist, but making it racial. And this sure. could this could have very easily just been 
super racist mm-hmm. um, by uh, uh, honestly your thing's the best thing uh, about the poster like oh me Chinese yeah yeah, yeah. That you could have had dumb jokes like that the whole time where it's like oh okay or you know the Jewish people ask for bagels to be you know what I mean yeah I mean I feel like there was a little bit of that in some of when they would cut to the announcer commentary like every once in a while like well Bill Burr would say something that's like okay you were just putting in like a stereotype joke here or same with the other white dude I like the O.J. Simpson one, though. That, well, that was a subtle, yeah. So yeah. it was a visual gag for you guys, but when the black delegation wants O.J. Simpson and Bill Burr is like, uh, there you go, you guys heard it. O.J. Simpson is black again. Yeah. And the two white commentators like give each other a low high five, yeah. like under the table type thing. It was, it was very clever. Was so what, what, like whenever he was just making uh, random jokes? like I, Some of the commentary, like uh, I – it's been a minute since I watched it. <laughs> I think there's there are times where you you would cut back to him as you would like an ESPN announcer and they make commentary and it was sometimes and I think the joke didn't hit as well because it was just sort of a, a little bit, bit of an easy, easier joke. Yeah. That's I okay. May, yeah. maybe stuff here and but I think a little bit, not the whole sketch at all. I think yeah, it's, it's hard to do a sketch like that without having some of that. I think uh, I think on the whole that uh that's uh it was just a very well done it's very smart. Like the, the concept of it is already uh, hilarious. It's very fun. I mean, Dave Chappelle just mentioning the concepts on the on before the sketch aired. Yeah, you was a funny laughed. idea. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I think it is something people would talk about. But I also like the, just the execution of it was done well, and uh, it and it gets a huge pop, and it should. Uh, the Asian delegation taking the Wu Tang Clan, mm-hmm. like that idea is hilarious to uh be- because uh what am i trying to get at so the tiger one the tiger woods one is uh is funny but yeah. it's it's the it's funny because dave Chappelle did the impression yes yeah. exactly yeah. the the idea of it is like okay yes people people who are biracial do try to uh figure out what their identity is he also tipped the bit a little bit on the when he was talking about it i mean he mentions tiger woods yeah like maybe if he wouldn't have done that, it would have been a little bit more of a. But surprise. I think that helps set it up, you and so that's out? why they did it first. Okay. Because that's the easiest, quickest one. Yeah. And then they slowly get more, uh, heady or intelligent with it. Uh, the one that doesn't hold up in 2016 is Ilian Gonzalez. Th- yes. I mean that was what 1998, 1999, and that. No, that was. No, it was. I was 2003. In no, I'm referring to when the actual Ilian Gonzalez thing happened. Oh, uh, no. It it wasn't 1998. It was still when it Janet was Reno was in, in charge. So that yeah, but that was like 2002, time. maybe? No. 2001? I'm going to look it up. All right. Ilian it doesn't Gonzalez. really matter. Yeah, no, but that, that, that was didn't not. Really hold up. Yeah. Yeah. But they did. The, like, the progression was great because they, uh, they did the easy biracial ones real quick. And then I think a lesser comedian or group of comedians would have not heightened the the joke mm-hmm. they would have just beat it into the ground so the first one was tiger woods the second one was uh, it was 2000 2000 so it would have been more in the consciousness then than it is now yeah yeah um but they did t- 
Tiger Woods and they did Lenny Kravitz, which were two biracial people. Yeah. And it was like, okay, then a lesser comic would have just like beat it into the ground Another farther biracial. and farther. But then they did, what, Elian Gonzalez, and then they had the whole OJ thing, which mixed it up. But the Wu-Tang Clan one was perfect yeah. because it, it took away the idea that, oh, you're doing a racial thing. And kind of the Colin Powell one, too, where it's like sure. Colin Powell does – like, quote-unquote, act white or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, or he's... I was going to say that. Yeah. Huh? I was going to say something similar. Like, yeah. yeah. Or he's, you know, in this idea of racial draft, he's one of the, the good ones to pick for, quote-unquote, one of the good ones to pick for the white delegation. Well, you look at him, he's weirdly... This sounds so horrible, but he's weirdly a non-threatening black dude. Like, he's a little paler skin, and he sounds like he's very educated and all this stuff. So to the normal you know, racist, dumb, white person. Yeah. Like, oh, well, Colin Powell's one of the good ones. Yeah. Like, that's it, what they're thought In the crux is. of this joke, having white people be, like, suburban white people, yeah. right? Like, conservative white people. Plus, at this time, Colin Powell fits that very delegation. Much so. yeah. And he was part of the Bush administration, and he was all That's part why of they that took thing. Condoleezza Rice, too. Sure. Yeah. So that, I, I like that idea of, like, they defined the teams of each race not as a true representation but like as it it so started ethnic ethnic and then it turned more cultural yeah but that's what i liked about it is like it wasn't um i think okay i think we're getting on to what was so smart to me was like the race the the racist thing was not on the people in general mm. so it wasn't on <coughs> tiger woods lenny kravitz colin powell it wasn't them yeah. Uh, in general, wasn't saying anything about them. It was saying something about the the character of race. Yeah. So the character, like the characters that they had up on the stage that it, you guys couldn't see, but like the black guy was in an all red suit. He was like, uh, they're stereotypical. Yeah, it was much. very stereotypical. Yeah. The Jewish guy was wearing groups. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. So they had stereotypes picking who they want, and uh -huh. so that's why I think that's why. It, because it came out of left field, I think that's why the Wu-Tang Clan got such a big pop because you yeah. don't see that coming. Mm -hmm. They set up like, oh, okay. A and they even say like, oh, who are Asians going to pick? Probably Yao Ming. Cause it, yeah. So you, you s they the commentators spit out the obvious, but then the joke and the turn was uh, Wu-Tang Clan. And it's, it's perfect because it's like, yeah, Wu-Tang Clan, I think if they could choose, they'd love to be Asian. Yeah. Fucking half of their albums are just about Bruce Lee and kung fu movies and shit. I've had friends tell me that they wish they were black. Like, yeah. Because of their taste in pop culture and stuff. And then my thing is like, do you? I mean, as weird I as I think that they sounds, do if they're treated the same that they are as white people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course. I think they'd love to be black if they could be like a black white. Uh huh. Or, a, a, sorry. No, yeah. A black white. Yeah. Where it's like, uh, yeah, you're yeah. just like a cool, like Eminem, if they could be treated like Eminem. But the idea of them changing their skin tone and their racial makeup just because they enjoy the music of that culture makes no sense whatsoever. Well, here's the thing. Do you think, uh, I don't want to go too far into this, but this is a true thought I had. Do you think that you can be transracial? So like that Rachel Dolezal thing, like uh. she, she for all intents and purposes... Uh, in my mind, uh, is black. Yeah. If if society looks at you that you're black, then you're black. <laughs> like that's kind of how that works, right? It's whatever people because race isn't a real thing. It's a thing that people put onto you. We've defined. 
Um, so it's like if Rachel fucking kinks her hair and darkens her skin and walks around saying I'm black, then don't you think everyone's going to treat her black? Until it comes out that she was a blonde Swedish kid. See, but that's the problem isn't so much that she associated herself with it. It's that she, without letting people know that that's not what she was, rose to power in an organization that is empowering. Okay, but do you get mad at transgender people for doing the same thing? If you go through the transition, then say that you're a woman. Is it your job to, if you become a feminist and raise up through the ranks of that, is is it your job to tell everybody, hey, I used to be a man? Just a run-of-the-mill feminist? Are you talking like no? I'm talking about running as much as fucking Rachel Dolezal did. Yeah. I don't know. I've had this a different discussion about the transgender lifestyle. Is and we both are in committed relationships. Yeah, I know. I hate it. I like the fact that I am because I realize that I'm not going to get it anywhere else, so it works out (laughs) very well for me. Um, is that like if I were on the dating scene yeah. and I met a young, li- what I assume is a lady yeah, and I'm, you know, date number three or, or whatever the stereotype is of, you know, that's when you, you get down to business and then I'm fucking around and I find a penis. Like, am I in the wrong to be bothered by that? Or would I, is that in any way the same sort of situation? Where should I? That's should she not have told at all me, the same situation. But should she have told me? Did she have a reason to tell me that she had a penis? Yes. You think? Oh, of course. But we're uh, Caitlyn Jenner has a penis, but we call her a woman. Okay, that's fine. But yeah. uh, there's a huge difference between what you want to identify as and then what you actually have whenever you're trying to fuck each other. Okay. Uh, that's. It, I I feel like that's the same thing as uh letting someone know that you have a disease yeah and i don't want to i don't want to equate having a dick as a transgender anything uh as a disease i'm just saying that that has nothing to do sexuality has nothing to do with gender okay so that's the that's the problem i'm saying you say it has nothing to do with sexuality has nothing to do with gender because you can like caitlin jenner right Mm -hmm. is a technically is a lesbian because she's a woman who likes women but if you look she at was it, a man who liked wom- women and yeah. but you know because she's trans it's actually a woman who likes women so she technically is a lesbian so that's why i'm saying just because she switched her gender does not mean that she switched her or yes yeah, does not mean she switched her sexuality so okay. that's what i'm saying if if you fucking open the package and a dick falls out it's uh-huh. like listen I get that you're a woman, but I don't like dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A dick, like a dick, is still sexuality thing. It's like, no, I want a hole there, uh-huh. uh, so that is a problem. Okay. And you should have known that because I fancy women. I didn't sure. say, hey, I fancy women, but only if those women have dicks. Like that's a thing that I think you should say. <laughs> you yeah, know, coming out of yeah, the box. Because that's not the that. that's not the the average. I don't want to say norm, but that's not the average thing. So you kind of have to give people a little notice of like, hey, just so you know, if they like you. Heads up. Heads up. Yeah. We're having a good time. There is a dick down here, but I'll still please you uh, the way that, uh, you know, but I got tit, like whatever. Yeah. Okay. So that's not the same as Rachel Dalazar? I'm saying I think they're the same thing. I said thing. that in a comedic sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, as we get back. By the way, we're still talking about Dave Chappelle's thing yeah, right yeah, now. Because yeah. uh, I, I, all right, let me, let me get it back to Dave Chappelle's thing. I think this 
And I could be looking into it too far. But that's kind of the point that I wrote down in notes is like, I think this points out better than any other joke or sketch that I can think of off the top of my head that race is more of a state of mind okay. than it is an well, actual thing. Well, he's just referring thing. to Colin Powell as a white person. Yeah, and we were referring to Wu-Tang Clan as fucking Asian. So yeah. that's why I think I think that pointed out how much race is not a true thing. It's more of a cultural thing that whatever you identify. It's where you grew up. And I think that's... I think that's where true equality lies. Uh, uh-huh. It's a very outside-the-box thinking. But I actually look at Rachel Dolezal. She is kind of a scumbag, I will say that. Yeah. Uh, but I look at her in a very generalized way, in that same heroic way that people look... Not heroic, but same exalted way that people look at Caitlyn Jenner, uh, of, like, if Rachel wasn't lying the whole time, and mm. she was like, no, I would rather live my life as a black person like yeah. we were just joking like you don't want to really do that but she fucking did it like yeah. i'm sure she got she was a black wo- quote unquote a black woman in montana i'm sure she got harassed at some point uh-huh. uh now is that when she gets to go like no oh, actually i'm swedish and then pulls out a picture of no she was she was fucking part of the NAACP. that's that's a huge uh lying step to go through so she, it's not like she probably didn't deal with you know, white women wanting to touch her hair and shit after mm. she permed it. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, I think as weird as this sounds, I think you should be able to choose your race because it's choosing an identity. Yeah. It's very fucking hard to do. I don't know. You know, have reconstructive surgery on your eyes, I guess. <laughs> but don't you. Co- but that's no different than cutting off your dick to be a woman. If you if, if you, you the feel the whole time you feel Asian, yeah, we've all met those people it's like that who South Park episode fucking where Kyle's dad becomes a dolphin. Do what? It's like that South Park episode where Kyle's dad becomes a dolphin. I mean, because he feels like a dolphin. Yeah, so. I'll let. I think as long as you're not fucking hurting anybody, go off and be a fucking weirdo. I don't care. But are you hurting someone by co-opting their uh, their race and uh, you know they're not? Because I feel like that's a thing you get with, I mean, the stereotypical the phrase wigger or that sort of thing. It's like someone who's trying to be something that they're not. Like, is that not offensive to people who have to live that life all the time? But I'm saying... Maybe it's different because Rachel kind of, lo- like, she looked like a light-skinned That's person. what I'm saying. Like, But if it's some idiot, if I just went to the, the hood or wherever and I was like, I'm just going to start living this lifestyle, people are going to be bothered by that. As a, a giant white dude as I am, I think. Uh, if you want to live in the hood, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think anybody... Cheap houses in the hood. I, was I've been say, looking on I don't think anybody will have a problem with that because I don't think... Because fucking everybody living there because they have to will look yeah. at you like you're a fucking weirdo. Nobody wants to live in the ghetto. I lived in a bad neighborhood. Like, uh, yeah, but you didn't want to. They called me Grande Blanco. Come on, <laughs> stay from the act, everybody. But um, but yeah, but that's the thing. Like nobody wants to. That's why. That's why people. That's why people who are impoverished deal drugs. They don't do it because they fucking think it's the greatest thing in the world. They do it because no? that's how you make money. I thought they in, did it so they could do stand-up comedy at nighttime. Well, that's also true. Is that not why people sell drugs? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Chappelle show. So um, I think yeah, I think you should. Uh, I. As as much as that is a joke, I think uh, I think you should be able to pick your race, whatever you want to be. Okay. But you'd have to fix the societal issues of uh, racists going like, "No, I'm black," and people going like, "No, you're not." Yeah. <laughs> you're clearly not. 
I I associate with black, and so I'm gonna say all these horrible things yeah. about black people. Yeah, that would be a problem. But that's in the same way that you get people when they, you know, they have these transgender bathrooms, and they're like, oh, guys are gonna be in there raping your children, or you always show the the most negative thing possible. Yeah. Instead of like, well, actually, it would probably be very enlightening. People could actually do this, and they wouldn't feel bad inside. And I actually think you should separate bathrooms by sex. Yeah. I think you and I should be able to poop and pee with lesbians, mm-hmm. uh, and I think uh, gay guys should be able to poop and pee with uh, straight women, because uh, I'm never worried about a woman seeing my dick. I'm only worried about a woman who is like trying to see my dick, seeing my dick. Okay. And I'm also worried. Like the only time I've ever been uncomfortable. Are you constantly worried a gay man's gonna see your penis? Whenever I've gone to a a, a gay bar, this happened to me twice. Uh-huh. I had a guy like. Try to hit on me while I was taking a pee. Okay. And I swear to God, in my mind up until that point, I thought across the spectrum, I thought there was an unspoken rule of like, don't talk to each other when you pee. Yeah. It's just, we, it's, we're not doing anything sexual. We're having pee come out of her pee hole. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy was hitting on me pretty hard. And it's like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking want that. Yeah. Whereas I've had a lesbian friend, uh, like I, w- I had to go pee in the urinal, and she was peeing at the you know the stall? toilet. No, the toilet. There was no stall. And I was like, I gotta take a piss. She's like, Yeah, you can come in. Yeah. So we just peed next to it, and it w- there was there was no fucking weirdness there because yeah. I wasn't trying to look at her shit, and she wasn't trying to look at my shit. My problem with that is, I, I think in a perfect world that sounds great because yeah. you're friends, but um, you're gonna have random dudes. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I, I didn't think about that. All yeah. right, well. You weirdly have to have straight dudes have their own bathroom. Uh, lesbian women have their own bath. As if we're associating lesbian li- women with rapists or whatever. Or we're associating Everybody's a rapist. Ra- Yay! Yay! You got to grab him by the pussy. I've heard that. It's locker room talk. <laughs> I played high school sports. We talked all about grabbing women by the puss. Most deaf's really funny, by the way. I agree with that. Uh, he's in a very funny... That sketch... Um, it's like they do like a Ken Burns Civil War documentary thing about the yeah and the battle of the most or the uh, cool Modi console. Like yeah. that whole sketch is so funny. He's good in that. Um, I thought the sketch was fine, but I don't think it held up for me like it does for you. Really? And I feel bad that I'm a negative force on comedy, but please. Uh, I I definitely thought the Tiger Woods thing was funny. Most of the times they cut back to the anchors. I was I was I didn't find it that great. Uh, you didn't me, like whenever. Bill, the Billy's, little hand thing? No, Billy said something. Uh, something I can't remember. He said something offensive, and then uh, Dave Chappelle just goes, "Fuck you, man." Um, it's, it's fine. No, all right. Yeah. Um, the Ellen Gonzalez thing. I oh, like they, but yeah, black people got that. Uh, but oh, they I'm sure the they'd still complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like the Ellen Gonzalez thing, and maybe it's just because it's been so long. But I felt like that was lazy. Writing. I I, I very much agree with that too. Better there. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, even the Condoleezza Rice, all that stuff, maybe that also lost a bit on me because it was not 2003. I think it's, it's a dated reference. Oh, dated politicians? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not a priority in my life, Colin Powell, these days, or Condoleezza Rice for that matter. So maybe that's just my fault looking at it in 2016. I, I also think that that's pretty high standard because it's hard to do any sketch with actual people that mm-hmm. doesn't. So you're saying they couldn't that. have used celebrities to make it timeless? I think uh, Lenny Kravitz is more timeless than uh, 
I do. Right, I think musicians, enough. like Wu-Tang Clan, is more timeless than Condoleezza Rice. All right. I think you, you go outside and you ask a hundred people. I'm busy. I'm not going to do it. But not Colin Powell. He's still maybe, he's timeless. Maybe Colin Powell. Maybe Colin Powell. But you give it another 20 years, no one's going to know who Colin Powell is. Well, okay. You do that with any sketch almost. They're going to know who Wu-Tang is, and I think people are going to know who Lenny Kravitz and Tiger Woods are. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So and that's your critique of it, is that it's using... It's dated. It's using dates? Yeah, All it's right. a little dated. And there's so much Chappelle show that still holds up. Yeah. I mean, another example of a, a race that I think is better of a Chappelle show is the sketch with where they treat black people like white... Uh, black criminals like white people, and they treat white criminals like black people. Do you know the sketch I'm referring to? I don't think I've ever seen that one. It's where, like, they... There's the his drug dealer character... Mm-hmm. Um, like he's Tyrone, I, you know I think it's a, is that a different the drug guy. dealer or the drug addict? No, the drug dealer. I forget the guy's name, um. but he gets treated like a white collar criminal. Like he gets to turn himself in, and he pleads the fifth. Oh, I remember that, that one. I plead the fifth. <laughs> yeah. One, two, three, four, fifth. Yeah, uh, I think that's a better sketch that still holds up about racism than this racist draft sketch. All right, well, fuck me. I don't want to fuck you. You said you like the sketch. And I, think I do because I fine. think it's uh, I think it's done something I've uh, I've not ever or rarely seen, which is which is showing how much race is dumb. So like your your joke, uh, the sketch uh, is doing. Uh, it's it's very funny. It's very original. Of mm-hmm. course, that's most of the Chappelle show. But it's doing the same trope that I've seen most race jokes do, which is showing, hey, here's a problem about a certain situation and the differences between race, whereas this is the only thing I'm really trying to rack my brain of like, yeah, there's race really doesn't uh, matter. It's about kind of more what you gravitate towards, Okay, which is, again, what made the Wu-Tang thing such a big pop because it's funny because it comes out of nowhere, but it's also, I think, gets a sustained laugh because people go like, oh, I can see that actually fitting. Yeah. I can see the Wu-Tang Clan like being Asian, technically. Okay. And I, I again, I, I'm, I'm racking my brain to try to figure out what else has ever pointed something like that out. And uh, yeah, I'm sure there's something out there, but it's like... Yeah. It's, 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 it's using dumb stereotypes to prove a point that really this all doesn't matter. And and it's not pointing the finger at anybody in particular. I mean, they're using actual people, but the main jokes are the concepts of white, Jewish, yeah. Asian, black. The only sketch that I can think of offhand, and I don't know if it's exactly the same, is a Kids in the Hall sketch okay. where a girl brings home her black boyfriend and her parents in no way care. They treat him like anyone else. And she just defends him as if, like, they're constantly coming at after him and all this stuff. And they're like, yeah, no, that's and fine. Like, okay, that's fine. And, like, the dude's cool. He's like, his name's Tony. He's like, yeah, whatever. And the lady just, she can't deal with the you fact. You don't understand. Yeah, yeah, she can't deal with the fact that her parents are not upset at the fact that he's a black. Like, she's dating him to get a charge out of her parents. And when she doesn't, she fucking loses it. Like. Maybe All that's right. maybe that's, that's pretty a close. Thing. It's a, it's a, it's it's kind of in the same same realm as like positivity on yeah, that. Yeah, because you're dealing with a per, you're dealing with a person who happens to be black and not like a cultural stereotype. Um, that being said, uh, you know I think black people are cool, 
Uh, I think all people are cool. That's not true. I think all people are dog shit. Uh, I also think most people suck. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the one unifying factor of most human beings, as yeah. we all look at each other and go, yeah, you're not that great. Let's look at, let's uh, have a political candidate who's all about that. Sam most Norton, 2018. Vote for, your, vote for his dad. Just in everybody. two years. Vote for his dad. Yeah. yeah. It's coming up. Is he going to win? Uh, I think so. It's looking good. I think so. Is there anything we can do to ruin it? Uh, <laughs> no. If I haven't ruined it, by now, okay. Uh, I can't imagine there's anything. Oh, um, Dave Chappelle. So you you said you watched uh, the show. I've watched every episode of the Chappelle uh, show. over and over and over. I've I formally owned it all on DVD. Who do you think, uh, past, present, or c- looks like they're going to do it in the future, has ever talked about race better than Dave Chappelle on his show? Wait, someone that was on his television No, no, show? no. I'm saying Dave Chappelle through the Chappelle show. What show or maybe, yeah, what show has ever talked about race uh, in a better way? Um, In a better way? I, I don't know if I can say better, but Comparable, I... Comparable, I guess? I used to own the best of the Chris Rock show. Do uh-huh. you ever watch those? Yeah, the talk show they yeah. had on HBO? Yeah. Where they would go, they went down to one of the states where the Confederate flag was still around, and they were given alternatives. Like, we'll let you keep the Confederate flag, but replace the stars with the stars of the WB network. Like, they were just funny with race. Yeah. Um, and I think because they had staffs that were a very multiracial staff. I think they were also pretty similar. Yeah, I think so, too. I think, I think Dave Chappelle had some of the Chris Rock staff on there. That would make sense. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that show did a pretty good job. They were allowed to maybe push the envelope a little more because they were on HBO, HBO and on yeah. Comedy Central. Um, I've not watched enough of like the Richard Pryor show or any of that, but I know he did a good job of. Talking he, to yeah, but he was pretty. Up. Uh, he was pretty castrated too because he was on uh, network television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, especially back in the seventies. But his stand up, he talked uh, pretty openly about it. Yeah, no, I, yeah, but no. that's not the same as a sketch show. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Key and Peel, I've seen do some pretty good stuff. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite sketches of theirs, uh, is um. The weatherman, mm-hmm. they're like in uh, Minneapolis or Milwaukee or something. And uh, Key is the weatherman. Peel is the guy out on the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, the there's two like white anchors, and they're just talking about black ice. Okay. But they keep talking about black ice, like, oh, you got to be careful out there. There's a uh, ruthless, aggressive, <laughs> tricky black ice. Yeah. And Key and Peele keep going like, what the foot? No, there's all this oppressive white snow. And they just keep going back and forth on that. Yeah. So I've seen very – Key and Peele, to me, were always uh, – and I, I very much enjoy their show or did enjoy their show. Uh, but they were always more clever than – Like dead on. Like they weren't yeah. trying to prove a point. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think they were to uh, to an extent, but it was never like Chappelle saying where it was just like, no, we're talking about this. Yeah. Key Peels was always kind of around, like orbiting around the issue where fucking uh, Dave Chappelle was always like, I'm going to throw a dart at the bullseye type yeah. thing. I would say that would be comparable with Chris Rock as well. So maybe that's really the only other example that I can give. The Chris Rock show? Mm-hmm. That show's funny as hell. I'm upset that I no longer have those DVDs of the best of because there was some really funny stuff. What, did you sell them or something? Yeah, I sold all my DVDs when I first moved to Chicago because I had no money. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah. So, And, uh, you know, 
That's fine. I wish I could sell all the ones I have behind me here. I don't ever watch them anymore. You got the shield over there. Uh, all seven seasons of the shield. Never watched a single episode. So what? Uh, what? What do we pull out of this? The sketch. Yeah. Um, I like I like what you brought from. It. I mean, I don't think I ever really thought about it that way. Where it was, it went from just dealing with actual like mulattoes. That's a horrible phrase. <laughs> or like people who are half this, half that, to it uh, referring more to the actual person and not the ju- or their yeah. actual race. And then and then it turns into cult. Yeah, cultural individuality or whatever. Yeah. And again, maybe they weren't going for that. Uh, you know, I always dive so far into shit that it's like, oh, okay, what? Well, there was, uh, with that show, as any good sketch show, there's a lot of callbacks. So, I mean, even in them bringing up the, what was it, Riz and Jizza were there? Yeah. They referenced their sketch from the previous season. Yeah, the diversify your bonds thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what funnier they could go with for uh, for Asian culture. I mean, I'm giving them shit for going Ilian Gonzalez, but what would have been a funnier way to go with that? And maybe you don't have to worry about it. Like, there are times in sketch comedy where... It doesn't always have to build higher because you might need that lull to then build it up again. To build the next one, yeah. Sense. Which is a hard thing to look at when you're writing. It's like you want it to just pro- progressively get funnier and funnier. But sometimes, as, as in like a stand-up set, if you're just funny, if it just went crescendoed up the entire time you're doing stand-up and people are laughing the entire time you're doing stand-up, you're going to lose them by like 20 minutes because they're going to be tired. Or your crescendo doesn't get as big as it should yeah you got a uh friend of mine uh, aj finney told me that you're uh you're set as a comedian and i i would think as a as any humorous thing sketch set anything like that mm-hmm. is it should be more like a roller coaster okay should have a lot of ups and downs because the the ups are the hard things yeah but the second that you like reach the peak that's where you get the biggest laughter and then everybody kind of needs a lull to get their uh, their shit together and then you yeah. go then you s- strive up again yeah roller coasters aren't just a hill the entire time and then you're done yeah that would be miserable yeah yeah uh now the thing with a stand-up set is that it should end on that first climb though okay i hear that right you should end on your biggest laugh mm-hmm. but that's not how a roller coaster is. You usually go up first. So Sure. And I think it's harder in like a – sometimes you and I do a five to ten minute set, and I think it's harder to build that same sort of roller coaster in that amount yeah, of time. Yeah, I think with those – like, and maybe that's why I think sketches need to build the whole way. Yeah. It's because short. it's shorter, so you just got to build. But uh, there's sometimes where a roller coaster just goes straight for a while so it can get connect from – one drop over to a hill or something. Okay, sometimes so maybe that, it's that. That, that was the that. Alien Gonzalez. Alien Gonzalez didn't take away from the sketch. It just didn't add anything to the sketch. I opinion. got that they were trying to do the thing that white people try to adopt Yeah. children from other nations and shit. Yeah. But I think it could have been better if it was like for an African kid. Maybe. Was that as popular then? Uh, Madonna and uh, fucking Angelina Had Jolie, I think. in 2002? I, I, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. That's been happening for a while. Indeed. Are we almost done? I feel a poop coming on. No, yeah. we. Well, I was just about to wrap up, hey, so you that's wrap perfect. It up. Hey, I've had a lot of fun. Hey, man. Check out the 4K podcast. It's me and Sam having a good time also talking comedy. 4K podcast? What does that stand for? Uh, comedians on a couch and a chair watching comedy. 
Cool. Uh, so if you haven't got enough comedy here, go get it yeah, over there. You can check it out at ba- uh, bntgpod.tumblr.com or on the Bad News Good Timing feed on iTunes. Eventually, I think it'll have its own feed, but for now, we're just kind of getting it out there. Bad so. News Good Timing. What's that? That's another podcast I do with the comedian Joe Fernandez. What? Wow. So, uh, I think we're 175 episodes in. Wow. Um, yeah, we talk about we allegedly talk about news, but it's mostly just about us. And it's a fun time. We've had guests from Jimmy, like the people who've been on Jimmy Kimmel and Conan and At Midnight and Bob and Tom and all kinds of stuff. Give me your top three favorite guests. Top three favorite guests? Yeah. Um, Andy Fleming. Okay. Is always fun. Um, it's so hard to remember back. I okay. mean, obviously Sam Norton's a blast. Okay, I'm just making sure. Uh, we could do top two. That's okay, fine. We'll good. cut it off there. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for having me. I'm going to leave. Yeah, uh, so where'd you say you're... At uh, Matt Riggs on Twitter, mattriggshow.com. I'll wrap it up. Yeah, Go take a poop. Thank you very much. I apologize for pooping on the podcast. No, no, hey. It's coming. (laughs) So that was was Matt Riggs and I talking about uh, racial draft on Dave Chappelle's uh, show. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. We got some meaning out of it. Uh, I think you can be fucking transsexual and transgender and transracial I think I don't know let me know what you guys think but uh, join me next time uh, when we talk about something funny and that we enjoy I hope you all uh, had a good time please uh, come back and like share subscribe it very much helps me and follow me on twitter at isamcomedy instagram at isamcomedy or find me on facebook at isamcomedy You guys are amazing. I love you all to death. Go out and find your own funny because you know that what I say is full of dog shit. But I love you all very much. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a good day. Bye.